This is Chapter 10 and Final Remarks of Those Extraordinary Twins. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Those Extraordinary Twins by Mark Twain. Chapter 10. So They Hanged Luigi. Plus Final Remarks. Dawson's Landing had a week of repose after the election, and it needed it, for the frantic and variegated nightmare which had tormented it all through the preceding week had left it limp, haggard, and exhausted at the end. It got the week of repose because Angelo had the legs, and was in too subdued a condition to want to go out and mingle with an irritated community that had come to distrust and detest him because there was such a lack of harmony between his morals, which were confessedly excellent, and his methods of illustrating them, which were distinctly damnable. The new city officers were sworn in on the following Monday, at least all but Luigi. There was a complication in his case. His election was conceded, but he could not sit in the board of aldermen without his brother, and his brother could not sit there because he was not a member. There seemed to be no way out of the difficulty but to carry the matter into the courts, so this was resolved upon. The case was set for the Monday fortnight. In due course the time arrived. In the meantime the city government had been at a standstill, because without Luigi there was a tie in the board of aldermen, whereas with him the liquor interest, the richest in the political field, would have one majority. But the court decided that Angelo could not sit in the board with him, either in public or executive sessions, and at the same time forbade the board to deny admission to Luigi, a fairly and legally chosen alderman. The case was carried up and up from court to court, yet still the same old original decision was confirmed every time. As a result, the city government not only stood still, with its hands tied, but everything it was created to protect and care for went a steady gait towards rack and ruin. There was no way to levy a tax, so the minor officials had to resign or starve, therefore they resigned. There being no city money, the enormous legal expenses on both sides had to be defrayed by private subscription. But at last the people came to their senses and said, Puddinhead was right at the start. We ought to have hired the official half of that human Philippine to resign. But it's too late now. Some of us haven't got anything left to hire him with. Yes, we have, said another citizen. We've got this. And he produced a halter. Many shouted, That's the ticket! But others said, No, Count Angelo is innocent. We mustn't hang him. Who said anything about hanging him? We are only going to hang the other one. Then that is all right. There is no objection to that. So they hang Luigi. And so ends the history of those extraordinary twins. Final remarks. As you see, it was an extravagant sort of a tale, and had no purpose but to exhibit that monstrous freak in all sorts of grotesque lights. But when Roxy wandered into the tale, she had to be furnished with something to do. So she changed the children in the cradle. This necessitated the invention of a reason for it. This, in turn, resulted in making the children prominent personages. Nothing could prevent it, of course. Their career began to take a tragic aspect, and someone had to be brought in to help work the machinery. So Puddinhead Wilson was introduced and taken on trial. 
By this time the whole show was being run by the new people and in their interest, and the original show was become sidetracked and forgotten. The twin monster, and the heroine, and the lads, and the old ladies, had dwindled to inconsequentialities, and were merely in the way. Their story was one story, the new people's story was another story, and there was no connection between them, no interdependence, no kinship. It is not practicable or rational to try to tell two stories at the same time, so I dug out the farce and left the tragedy. The reader already knew how the expert works. He knows now how the other kind do it. Mark Twain End of chapter 10 and final remarks And end of Those Extraordinary Twins by Mark Twain This is John Greenman